and welcome back to the Bloom Podcast. Uh, happy Tuesday, everyone. We're super excited to have you back listening with us. Today is finding your people and what that means and how that is incorporated into our lives. What does finding your people actually mean? I guess it can kind of mean something different for everyone, and I think that's the beauty of it. I think it depends on what what you find important and like what you place your values on. If you have placed your values on loyalty and trust, then they're the people, the kind of people that you're going to attract into your life. Or if you want your friends just to be fun, someone that you can go out drinking with, partying with, then they're the kind of people that you're going to attract. So I think that having like different friends in your life are going to serve different purposes in your life. You're going to have friends that you, or like a group of friends that you enjoy partying with, going out drinking with. You're going to have friends that maybe you go to the gym with and they're your your gym buddies and they're the ones that you like to train with. Um, You're going to have your work friends. And of course, some of that can bleed over into your personal life as well. But I think Different people, and Tanil will probably agree with me with this, people come into your li- come and go into your lives and, at different times and can teach us different things. And depending on where you are in your life and what stage in, of your life you're in and yeah, what 100%. you need that, what you need in that stage of your life, like it will attract different friends and different people. And that doesn't, ne- like once people have left your life, it doesn't necessarily mean that, they're not your people. They were your people in that period of your life and maybe that's what they what you needed in that time frame. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's so many good sayings about that, that people are there for a, a short time, a long time, or a lifetime. I think that's it. But the people that are there for a short time can teach you just as many lessons as the people that are there for a lifetime. Something like that, but just... If that's what it actually was, but I don't think it's, I don't think that's it. <laughs> we'll go with it because I like that saying, and if it's not a saying, then it will be a saying now. <laughs> Quote that shit. Blue. Yeah. To Neil, 2000, right. what's the year? 2023. No, I think that's the thing, and I guess with that as well, you can kind of, it's not necessarily about who you've known the longest in your life that necessarily places like you can have friends that maybe are there for a really long time but you don't hang out with them all the time maybe you've had a friend that you've been friends with for ages but they're not you're not super close to them um and it's yeah it's not necessarily or and then someone might come into your life that literally changes your life and is teaching you certain things at that point in your life it doesn't mean that they're any more or less important than the people that have been in your life for a longer amount of time and I think that's something that's quite it can be quite challenging is challenging the right word for people to understand yeah, yeah, or to absolutely. get their head around that yeah there's the people as well those background friends that like you have just there and they're always just there if you're feeling like shit you know you can call on them and they're there there's yeah also the, the people that say that they're there and you can call on me anytime and they're never there. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, but looking at our friendship, for example, like a, 
couple of years ago, wasn't even probably a couple of years ago, I reckon just over a year ago is when we started to really like hang it out. Definitely, it was definitely just over a year ago because we now have 370 days snap streak. <laughs> what a commitment that is. <laughs> yeah, but already the things that you've taught me and I first met you at work, I did not ever think that we would be friends because you scared the absolute crap out of me. <laughs> like, man, this girl does not like me and I don't know what I've done, but wow. And now look, I remember we were at work and I was sitting on a ventilator with you for the first time and I was too scared to even speak because I was just like, I don't want to say anything dumb. I don't want to ask any questions, but I was trying to like maybe play it cool and be like, oh, so, you know, what do you do outside? Just trying to strike conversation. You gave me freaking nothing. You just sat there. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Look, that's something I have to own because that's something that a lot of people think about me and I have a pretty epic resting bitch face. Yeah. Which a lot of people, a lot of people get this vibe of me. So one thing that you know, if this is the first time you're tuning in and you don't know me, but if you do know me, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> I do not like small talk at all, and so having those random little chats um, is not. You just it's hard to find something out of it. <laughs> when I'm at work and we we're sitting on a ventilator. To be honest, I probably wasn't even thinking of you. I was thinking about how am I going to teach this person when I do not know what I am doing. <laughs> I don't know how long I've been um, ventilator training Let's not tell people like... that. <laughs> you know what you're no. doing. You're an incredible nurse and you taught me so much and you still continue to tell, teach me so much at work. Yeah, yeah, look, I would be more confident now teaching someone, but I don't know back then how confident that I actually was so but it is a vibe that people get from me and I will put that out there that I apologize <laughs> if you've ever if you've ever gotten that vibe from me um disclaimer though Ellie's one of the sweetest most gentle people I've ever met but look you just, just gotta just work takes, past this initial beat <laughs> getting back I definitely found a becoming a mum that it's pretty cliche that people say you'll find out who your true friends are when you have a baby. And I was like, oh, look, I I love my little circle of friends. That's not going to be me. Wow. <laughs> I was shocked, like real shocked. Uh, my closest friends now are those who also have kids. I've got a couple of friends, like maybe uh, five friends max who don't have kids who actually check in with me and want to hang out with me and Ollie. Otherwise you feel like such a burden. And yeah, it was, I guess it was a shock. It was sad to know that, well, to think back now that I've lost a lot of friends just because I've had a baby. Um, but it's, you know, it's given me a lot of perspective and now I love my little circle of friends. Like, I think I'm super lucky with the ones I've got. I know that they're there for me. I know that they're there for Ollie and that's all I really need because I don't, to be honest, have time to put into friends who uh, don't serve me, if that doesn't sound selfish at all. It doesn't sound selfish at all and I think that's something you kind of learn as you get older as well. 
coming through when you're younger you're kind of just like yeah I want all the friends and you don't really yeah. know you I guess when you're younger you you're kind of trying to figure out who you are as well so yeah you kind of absolutely. you don't worry and you kind of worry about losing friends and whatever where like when you get to older in your life because we're so mature <laughs> um about 10 percent of the time like, nah just you don't you just cut the shit like you don't want you don't want yeah. people in your life that aren't going to be there for you when you need it yeah and I think that was I remember telling you my new year's resolution for this year was to cut the shit cunts from my life because I was just serving trying to put so much time and energy into these people that I was just getting nothing in return from and it was just exhausting me I was you know questioning myself what I was doing wrong why did these people not care all these things and it was really really tearing me down uh so I yeah I if I don't talk to you now it's not necessarily that you you made the cut list but um, that's just mum life but there are a few people that yeah I was exactly that putting a lot of time and effort in and just getting nothing in return and therefore they're clearly not my people and that's okay and maybe they were your people like before yeah and things change and it doesn't mean that you value their time in your life any less and man friendship breakups can be freaking hard like falling outs with friends can be tricky and I think sometimes they can be worse than like regular like breakups between you know a romantic partner fully agree because you often talk about obviously you talk about a lot of different stuff with your friends and just having that person that you know that you're like, well, it's not your partner, but it's another person that you can really rely on to not have that person there anymore is can be really strange. Yeah. And it's with some close friends, like whatever you might have a breakdown over, uh, like it's you question things. It triggers so much. There's a lot of heartache that goes along with it and you don't get answers and all those things, all those things that are so similar to a breakup, but it's just not discussed. Like it's, it's just such a misconception that you, if you're close friends with somebody, you've got to be close friends with them forever. So I think you do everything that you possibly can to try and make it work and find answers and all these things. But you know, for what? Like, it's obviously breaking down for a reason, but, yeah. Yeah, and that's where just, like, toxic friendships, if something's affecting you that much in your life, there's, like, you don't need to have that in your life. And I think that's something super important, like, as we are kind of just saying with your New Year's resolution, to just be able to recognise, well, hey, this relationship, like, whether it's, like a partnership or a friendship, this relationship is not, it's causing me more grief than it is happiness. Yeah. And to make that call can be really challenging, obviously. Yeah. Really difficult. But at the end of the day, like it's your happiness and you have to be, you have to be right. And you've got to take ownership of that. Yeah. You have to, yeah, a hundred percent and feel like, well, you know, even though it's a hard decision to make to, move on if it's causing you that much grief yeah absolutely 
because it's it's not it's not good for your health and i think it's if it's causing you that much grief then it's probably causing them grief as well and it's not it's not good for them either yeah i also found though that it snowballs into so many other areas of your life too though like you know you've got those friends at work who i don't know you you have a bit of a falling out with some work friends and because you spend so much time with them you come home and then you know that in a way it gets taken out on your partner or something and then they're like what did I do and and I think that's something you've got to be careful of that you're not tearing others down around you because of failing is it failing the right word to use failing friendships yeah and it's hard as well when you do have those mutual friends where people get stuck in the middle but I think that's where you have to be kind of careful to be just like look my friendship or my relationship with this person is changing but it doesn't mean that you can't be friends with them I'm not gonna yeah like I'm not gonna think I'm not gonna be jealous or I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that out on you if you want to remain friends with that person yeah and I think that comes back to every friend that you have in your life is there for a different reason yeah because you you bounce off different people for different things um so I guess for me and I guess for a lot of other people as well being being able to be 100% me in a friendship is super important. I think having someone that isn't a toxic friend will literally allow you to have, like, just be you with no judgment, allows you to literally do whatever you want to do. And that's where I've found my people in that the people that I can just be myself around. Like, Tennille literally can literally say whatever, like, anything goes and <laughs> I mean, still happen to be times where she'll not TMI, but (laughs) I think we need to forget about that. (laughs) But yeah, we don't have TMI anymore. There's there's no such thing as TMI. (laughs) Literally, she might be like, "Mm, Ellie, I don't think you should be doing that. But at the same time, I know that when she's giving me advice or something, I know that there's no judgment behind that advice. It's just pure. I care about you. I don't think you should be doing that. And I think that's where it's hard to sometimes differentiate between being judgmental and being or like giving advice or giving your opinion on something because you can give your opinion and give your advice without being super judgy. And I guess that's like something that I've really had to learn as we kind of said going back before I have a bit of a resting bitch face and people often get the wrong first impression of me but that potentially stems back from when I was younger I will a hundred percent admit that I was a very judgmental person like in high school I was just judgmental of people I don't know why I just I just was and were you at an all-girls school yeah you see I feel like that can sometimes it might have, yeah, potentially. I think for me, I, like, I wasn't a judgmental person, but my friends were, and I got kicked out of a friendship group because, yeah, like, yeah. Just I like bitchy. It helps, but, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It was just bitchy, you know. Yeah, and, like, living up. To, like, break that. Yeah, living up to norms, like, high school yeah. norms is, like, a yeah. thing, right? But. I think I was so judgmental towards other people that I had this 
insecurity myself. It, it made me become really insecure that people were judging me because I was so judgy and I just thought that people didn't like me because I was a swimmer and I, to be fair, I didn't, because I was judging people, I didn't really give them much time and effort. But then it backfired because I didn't want to give them much time and effort because I thought they were judging me and it was kind of this like cycled. (laughs) Yeah. And I just, I just didn't do me any favors and that has been like a massive learning process for me definitely coming out of school and started working and experiencing like different types of people I definitely started to open up more and realize that you know hey these people were they're not people that I would normally hang out with or what I thought I would normally hang out with but they're actually really nice people and that's when I started literally kind of opening myself up to more people because I I did judge books by their cover I did judge people by how they looked and I hate I do not like to admit that but that is literally just the reality of like all I did of it at some point in our life I'm 100% started to appreciate people for who they were rather than what they were and because of that that's how I found my people I guess because I just stopped looking at people and thinking, oh, they look like they would should be my friend and trying to, like, force them, not force them, not actually force them, <laughs> you have to be my friend. <laughs> you will be my friend because you have blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> no, we, that's, <laughs> no. Yeah, but I'm sure the first time we sat down together, you probably didn't think, oh, this chick is into pretty much the same things I am. Like, we both... Mm-hmm like live for fitness and you know crossfit and all these things it wasn't until we started having those conversations that we sort of worked all this out but you help you 100% judge me I'm sure of it I actually Uh, you know what I actually don't think I did I mean completely honest I actually don't that first time we're on that ventilator I legitimately I remember sitting there with you but I legitimately don't remember what I was thinking and that's the thing when people think oh she has a resting bitch face I'm most likely not actually maybe once upon a time but now I 100% I'm not thinking about anything about you I'm probably (laughs) my mind we always jokes about this like has 20 different tabs open in my head and I'm probably thinking about what I'm going to be eating for dinner that night like when I started CrossFit that's where I found my people that literally truly just accepted me for who I was and so I was I became more confident because I was doing the things I love because of that I found my people and because we both were doing things that we love we were able to that like grew my confidence as well so it was kind of like a a seesaw effect yeah definitely I can remember so clearly you there was two occasions and you were you had just left the gym both times it was kind of late at night I think it was after like a Thursday engine class it would have been yeah and you were just like obviously pumped on endorphins because you'd just done a hell of a workout um and you would like either send me like a voice message or just tell me that you were crying you're just like I am literally just so happy like I have finally found my people and my circle of friends and yeah 
the ones that pump me up and actually have me feeling high on life. And yeah, I remember you've done it twice. Um, and it's just it's literally the best thing ever. When uh, yeah, I, I remember the second time I was like, I, I'm like on top of the world right now. Um, yeah, I've, yeah. I've had friends where I've lived, I'll just be sitting there and they can tell that like I'm upset or something and they'll just come give me a hug and that's all yeah. that's all that needs to be done yeah for me as well it's like I love this word I I, I love throwing this out there organic friendships friendships that just like blossom by themselves they're just like easy friends like you don't have to put work in necessarily There's they just no effort. flourish yes. organically <laughs> We should probably yeah. think about wrapping it up <laughs> at some what point. Yes. Yeah. So I want to just talk about men and women because I think that's important. <laughs> <laughs> but if, or if you want to talk about men and women in friendships. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> Did you not see my little men or women exclamation mark, exclamation mark? <laughs> No, I just just saw that men or women. <laughs> I wasn't really sure what you meant. Does it mean okay. I can have boyfriends? <laughs> well, I was going to say it doesn't matter if your friends are men or women. <laughs> it's, it's good to have a mixture of both friends, and some of my. Like, literally, some of my best friends are guy friends, and I love it because it's often sometimes can be a little less complicated and less bitchy, and if something goes something goes wrong, they literally just say how it is, and I love yeah. that because that There's is no me. bullshit and more banter. I no bullshit, that. and, oh, I'm all about the banter. Yeah. <laughs> At the gym, I'm literally one of the guys, and I love it. We just have, like, bro sessions and banter about absolute shit and they just consider me as one of the guys. Like, it's always like, oh, probably shouldn't say that. There's a lady in the room. <laughs> what do they call nah. the gym? <laughs> tadpole or something. <laughs> they gave me the nickname Tadpole. <laughs> and part of me is like, well, so the story came from, they were like, Ellie would rather be, like, as a kid, Ellie was one of the kids that would be outside searching for tadpoles <laughs> rather than inside playing with Barbie dolls. That's partially true. I actually did have Barbies when I was little, but I also love being outside and running a mark. Um, but then also part of me, they were like, uh, we, wanna, we want you to get a, ta- a tattoo of a tadpole. And I said, I can't do that. Why? I'm like, you can't draw a tadpole on me. Why? <laughs> because it's going to look like a sperm. <laughs> How do you make a tadpole tattoo or a drawing of a tadpole not look like a sperm? <laughs> oh, you should definitely do that. <laughs> I, yeah, no. No. <laughs> so I think we've probably covered everything in this topic that needs to be covered. If you have... Any questions, please send them through. You can send them through on our Instagram, which is at bloom.wellnessco. We also have our Facebook page. Uh, We'll also leave our um, email in the description below that you can 
send us through any questions or topics that you would like us to answer on the podcast or we can do an Instagram post about it. Obviously, we'll keep everything anonymous. We'll be back with you next Tuesday with another brand new episode. So make sure you tune in then.